0: Log Talk Radio.
1: time would pass Steph.
2: I like to hear. For this is the day the Lord has made. Us rejoice and be glad in it. So where were you we yesterday? Uh yesterday we were shaking. The Monday morning flu. And we talked about oh <sighs> boy. You know. The migrant problem is nothing the way it is here like it is in London. They have just a very opposite, as we have what they call a slumlord, who stuffed 14 pennies into a four-bedroom house. Now, talk about Mr. Munk. He made a doctorate. $457,000 from all his tenants at one oh, excuse me, property in Wembley. Oh, my goodness. Well, unfortunately, they did not do that. <laughs> Proper house, not 40 people in four They say that it is definitely linked with fire safety violations, waste buildup, unhygienic conditions, and disrepairs. To say the least, now, if you make it what's equivalent to our $457,000, why in the world would anybody have to worry about you? not having the proper conditions. Oh, my goodness gracious. You know, they really have a problem over there. They said because in 2023 alone, 2023 alone, which is the first three months, they have found their slumlord close to, $11 million in the first three months of this year. The first three months of this year. they really got a a housing problem there that is, again, definitely different than what we're experiencing here in the United States. You know, I don't know. Well, somehow, I was trying to figure out how in the world we ended up veering off into the conversation that we had with Brother Al and, our and we ended up talking about, you know, making money as uh, an influencer. Yeah, and, you know, I was told that you can make easy money as an influencer. Yeah, social media and social, but you got to really, really put your time and effort into this thing. And that means you have to eat, eat and breathe social media. And we've got time to do all that. I don't know. I do not know who has time to do all of that. Because that means that you really... There couldn't be no Bible reading. Couldn't be no Bible reading. Because ain't no way in the world you're able to do all of that, you know, and be able to read your Bible, study, pray, and all of that. But you know what? If the money is out here and and that's what you do, then I guess, you know, go ahead and get it done. But we will also really, really encouraging you that if you were going to be an entrepreneur, there's nothing wrong with that
0: at all.
2: Just make sure you take care of your business properly. Make sure you're paying your taxes. Yes, you can do that. You don't have to have someone taking your taxes out the same way, you know, uh, the job. Submit your taxes. You can do the same thing. Yes. Make sure you submit your Social Security. Yes, that wonderful Piper. And make sure you take care of your Medicare payments. Yeah, you have to do all of that stuff. If you want to definitely be able to reap the benefits, like an average working person, you're going to have to make sure you get from behind that camera or in front of that camera, rather, and make sure you get those payments in. Now, while you're at it, don't forget to put uh, away some money for a vain day. And God says, you know, your life, you're going to have to have something to fall back on. Okay? And I mean, don't uh, stick it in their mattress and all of that kind of stuff. No, we were doing that. Anymore. We're not doing that anymore. And, you know, it's funny because with all of the crazy baking that's going on, you don't know with system No, you really don't. You know, back in the day, grandma and grandpa and great auntie and stuff like that, yeah, they were not trying to put their money in a bank because they simply claim and simply put they didn't trust the bank. No. And if they don't see here what's going on now and you would know why they don't trust the banks and they would tell you that this is why they don't trust the banks because who would think that you know you would have people tapping into your bank account, and you know, now you can't get your money back, or something coming out, and now they don't want to give you your money back. Yeah, you know, all kinds of crazy stuff is going on in the banking system, and you know, everywhere you turn, there's a problem. Oh, I know how we got into that conversation yesterday, we were talking about people not wanting to work. Or was that really the problem? You know, because we have problems everywhere with, let's say, you're in the prison system. They don't have enough workers, The teachers. They don't have enough teachers. They don't have enough bus drivers. They don't have enough police officers. Yes, that's how we got to talking about the fact that you may want to, you know, kind of bounce off and be your own boss. Because you don't want to work for anybody else, that's how we got there. We just to figure out how we got there. Well, that's how we got there yesterday. so it was a really good conversation yesterday, and it was only like two, two and a half of us <laughs> well, you know what, God always has a ram in the bush because at the end of the day, it's his show, so we're never gonna run out ever, 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 ever going to run out of anything. All right? All right. Well, we got our switch tip. <laughs> Number 160. Thank you very much. Tip, you're spoken. Oh, my goodness gracious. I mean, are we not talking about something? Yeah. Think about... That new piece right like there. Do you need to shift your focus? You know, I have to be honest. Now that I'm thinking about this thing here, I woke up this morning with something on my mind. And I realized that I've been really thinking about this thing lately, this one particular thing. And I mean, I just suddenly felt so uncomfortable. Yeah. And I was like, Lord, am I giving this thing here a little too much of my thought? Am I giving it too much of my time? Am I focusing on this thing just a little too much, a little more than what? I'm focusing when it comes to you? Nah, I'm going to have to fix that. So I was like, okay, I can't do that anymore because although that seems kind of innocent, it is occupying more of my time than that is in any shape, form, or fashion then I really got to check that thing. And I have to shift my focus. Now, I didn't even make the connection because I didn't even remember what the tip tip was. I had to actually reach out and ask, you know, for the tip tip. But I did that think. I guess I think that, you know, the GPS, which is the spirit of the Lord, is always on its job. Yeah. I really have to give God thanks for that because it had, you know, had it been left up to me, I could have started thinking deeper and deeper and deeper. Now, let, let me help you understand something. I'm not talking about anything destructive. No. Was it anything bad? Was it anything sinful? But again, I just realized that. I woke up with it again on my mind, and I'm saying nah, something wrong here. Lord, I want to wake up with you on my mind. I want to wake up serving you. I want to always have you on my mind. I don't want to be waking up with anything. Well, I don't want anything occupying my mind more than you. Even if it's another 15, 20 minutes more than you. now. Nah, 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 nah. That's too much. Too much. So, do you have to shift your focus? Well, figure it out. Figure it out. But that definitely definitely going to play this morning and I definitely give God thanks that again you know my my uh my radar was kind of uh redirected all right all right so get your switch tip, up but live and in person Whew. Well, today is a Let's Talk About It Tuesday, Church Folk Day, and I do have some very interesting news stories to talk about. So, go ahead and get that healthy breakfast. Go ahead and tell somebody that it's the time when Pastor Seth is on, and whatever you do, whatever you do, don't go anywhere he will be, he will be wild. We will be right back.
3: I paint the decorative contact lenses they use for characters in a lot of TV shows and movies, the kind people also use for costumes. You need to see a licensed eye care professional to get fitted and to get a prescription so you don't damage your eyes.
2: Like any contact lenses, the decorative ones aren't one size fits all. And if someone tries to sell you them without asking for a valid prescription, don't buy them.
0: You can get infections, permanent scarring, and even blindness.
3: Unlike on American Horror Story, you can't replace your eyes once they're damaged.
2: Good morning, good morning, and good morning again. Welcome back to It's Do Time with Pastor Seth. And it is Let's Talk About It Tuesday, Church Folk Day. Well, how are you this morning? I hope you're doing well because I have some good news for you. Yes. I'm starting off this morning with some good news for all of you Facebook users. Now, I'm, I, listen, I'm in the news every day trying to pull up some interesting conversation for our show here. And I'm on Facebook on a regular but not Scrolling. I don't get an opportunity to really, you know, kind of scroll and, and do all that stuff. So, so if you all are posting, a lot of times I won't see your post. And here's a post that I definitely miss that I don't want you to miss because from what I understand, we only got a couple of days. Yes, we. Well, anyone, and i repeat, anyone in the U.S., who has used Facebook in the last 16 years can now get a piece of $725 million settlement dollars. By parent company META, however, M-E-T-A, however they're pronouncing it these days, tied to a privacy violation as long as you fill out a claim form on or before this Friday. Now, again, let me say, if you have used Facebook in the past 16 years, then you are eligible. Now, I mean, we might only get about 16 cents, but you know what? If it's out there, I want it. Now, we don't pay for Facebook at all, but they say this settlement stems from a multiple lawsuit that was brought against Facebook by users who claim that the company improperly shared their information with third-party sources such as advertisers and data brokers. This litigation began after Facebook was embroiled in a privacy scandal back in 2018, which scraped user data from the site as part of an effort to profile voters. Now, they denied denied any liability or wrongdoing, according to this class action website but it's set up to pay out money to social network users. So the agreement means that the United States residents who used Facebook between May 24, 2007 and December twenty second, two 2022 so that was all the way up to last year, December, can find an online monetary claim as long as they do so before Friday, August 25th at 11.59 p.m.
0: Pacific time.
2: Now, if you're doing it by mail, You have to have it postmarked by August 25th. Now, what I did was I went on last night, and I actually went to see if it's true. Well, it is. They do have a form you fill out, and they ask some very basic questions, nothing, you know, where they're prying into, personal business or anything like that, they ask, let me see, what what do I remember? They ask your name, they ask your username, any username that you use within that period of time, they ask for the email address. That's associated or that was associated. So you don't actually have to have an active membership with Facebook. But if you use Facebook, again, between May 24th of 2007 and December 22nd of 22, you can actually put a claim in. So they ask you those questions. They ask you your address. They ask you how you want to get your money, and again, I mean, it's up to you. They have PayPal, they have um, Zelle, they have a couple of Well, uh, no, they have a credit card. Blah blah blah. Um, I opted for Zelle, and the reason why I did is because. I didn't have to do anything more than give the email address that's associated with the Zelle account. So I didn't have to give my 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 uh, banking information. I didn't have to give my credit card information, which I'm sure you would have had to give if you used one of those two. PayPal, um, I did not for that, but I'm sure it's like it would be like. It. Any other PayPal method, you know, for those who are, you know, kind of leery and think that, you know, this might be a way of them getting your information. Um, I can understand that leerness, but um, like I said, I opted for the um, the email address um, for myself, and you know, your phone number they ask for. Um. Any? I, I don't think it was anything invasive So let me put it like that I, I wanted to make sure I tried it out myself Yeah, I'm brave like that I wanted to make sure I tried it out for myself Just so I could let you know That, you know It is, you know It was, it was simple, it was very simple It was very simple um, They, on this particular In the news article They do have A link that you press claim website which is in blue you press it and it takes you right there to the site it takes a couple of minutes to fill it out and that was pretty much it okay so if you want to go on and get your two cents you can definitely go to just type in your search engine Facebook settlement website and see what comes up. And you should be able to get to that um, website or go into Facebook itself, And I would say try to type it in. So like I said, for me, I didn't find that any of the questions were invasive. It just asked for my name. My address which is already out there by the way. Everybody's name and address is out there already. Like I said, I, I opted for the Zell which I didn't have to put out anything other than my email address or the phone number. You know, whatever you give for that particular Zell, however they however a person would normally Zelle you, that's what you would have to put out there. So I mean try it. Try it. Don't try it. Like I said, we don't pay anything for Facebook anyway. So if you didn't get anything, you haven't lost anything. So,
1: you know, I, I,
2: I deem it a blessing. Everybody just I don't like Facebook, you know. Listen, do you know Pastor Kim I found on Facebook? Do you know Teacher? Elder Teacher, I found on Facebook? These are people who passed, Pastor Jeff. I found Pastor Jeff on Facebook via Pastor I mean via his wife, um, Lady Nicole. I found them on Facebook. So, you know, I remember when Facebook was really um popping, you know, and people were like, I don't get on Facebook, you know, it's only, you know, it's per-. listen. Nothing money is bad too, but you spend that. Okay, the telephone but you use that, so listen. Get over it. I have been blessed bountifully. Remember now, most of your, um, what do you call most of your, the guests we have here, are from Facebook. Yeah. So, you know, if if I don't get a penny from Facebook, I haven't lost anything. I've gained some wonderful relationships. I've been blessed. You know, um, Pastor Jeff really blessed our lives, you know, in a major way. You know, so, you know, Pastor Kim, I mean, these people have really enhanced my life in the short amount of time that they have. And I'm just mentioning those three. I mean, I could go on and on and on and on and on, but those particularly because they were part of the DUTOM crew, you know, I, I mentioned them. Um, um, Pastor Vinny, who's on with us on Friday, him and Pastor Brenda, I met them on Facebook. You know, these are the DUTOM crew members that have been blessing your life. You know, so, you know, Facebook and any other... You know, Instagram and Twitter, you know, these things can be used to the glory of God if you allow it. It's up to you. It's up to how you choose to allow it to bless you. Okay? Some of you found me on Facebook. You know, you picked up, you know, the the broadcast on Facebook. So, all right. There you go. All right. Well, what else are we talking about today? Okay, so, you have this woman that I don't know why people have not figured out yet. Don't do this at home. Do not try this at home. You've got this woman in New Jersey, Caitlin Cannon,
0: who they
2: say was fresh out of Pennsylvania State University back in 2018. And... A friend reached out to her with some alarming and frightening news. Well, I guess your friend was a purse. But found her nude picture on a pornography site called Revenge Porn. I'm sorry.
0: Revenge
2: Porn. Now, check this out. She said, An old boyfriend, when she was in college, and they were dating, she sent this boyfriend some nude pics and some semi-nude selfies. Voluntarily. Now, I know this is supposed to be safe because you're sending it, um, you know, to, you know, your man or the woman. Um, But... Somehow or another, an old teacher <laughs> got his hands on the pictures. Now, it don't take a rocket scientist to figure out somehow or another the boyfriend posted it or gave it out. I mean, do you really need that to be... Made out for you, you know, she's all twisted so much you can't figure it out. Well, there were 14 pictures. And somehow or another, this teacher, this old teacher, got his hands on the pictures and he posted them to this website. Now, here's the thing it's called revenge porn. And this is an old boyfriend. So how do we know? Because he wanted to get some revenge. Then he didn't post the pictures. You know, but they claim that it was not the boyfriend. When they did the research, it wasn't the boyfriend who had posted the pictures. It was the teacher because it pulled up the teacher's IP address. Yeah. That's how they found out that it was the teacher. So she, you know, she used to have this teacher. He was her ex-math teacher, and he also coached her sister in tennis. Well, needless to say, these are the only two things he does. Um, So she took it to court, and she got a whopping $10,000. Now, she has an attorney who, you know, helped fight this thing for her. And they've been in, a, you know, litigation for a couple of years. And the reason why I say a whopping $10,000 because at the end of the day, she came out very disappointed because her and the attorney really thought that she was going to come off and get more money. Well, of course, the attorney would want more money because the more money that, you know, she received as an award, you know, he would get more money. So, I said whopping $10,000 because she ain't going to get a whole lot of that because if he does one-third, all oh, that's already done. And she has voiced her you know, um, displeasure. Well, the one good thing is he's not teaching anymore and he's not coaching anymore. So, she was able to at least get that much done. Listen, people, I don't care whether this is your man, your woman, your husband, your wife. Keep your pictures away from your phone. Just don't do it. Wait to get pumped in and let them see it. If they need to get something in their memory, then let their memory do the job. Because if they gotta be looking at you, then this is what happens. And this is this this is typical. You hear this all the time. You really hear this all the time. This is not like new stuff. This is stuff that goes on all the time. Your pictures end up like in La La Land and you trying to figure out what what happened. Well, you know, the person you thought was, you know, trustworthy at the end of the day wasn't. Because I'm I'm still trying to figure out how in the world would the, would the math teacher have it. I think it was the boyfriend who gave the math teacher thing. All right. What else are we talking about? Well, I got a couple of real stories here that... I'm scratching my head about because it's got something to do with the church. But before we do, we go there, i got a moral question for you all. Now, I want you all to vote. You know, let me know what you think. Let me know if it's the staff alone or, you know, I'll turn out on my due time crew. So there's this woman in China. And she's an older woman. Well, yeah, she's, a, you know, she's up in age. She's up in age. She moved into a brand new apartment. And as she was cleaning it up, she discovered a box with $56,000 worth of valuable hidden in a shelf. And this post is going viral because she was trying to find the people who actually owned the box. Now, I guess she figured if they could claim, you know, what was in it, or if they could say what was in it, they could claim the box. Well, she's renting this apartment. And back in July, like I said, she moved in, she was straightening up, and somehow or another, She found a little green safe in the corner of a wall. Now, needless to say, whoever rented her this place did not, you know, do their due diligence in cleaning out the place, which is why she called herself tidying it up. Because how did you miss the little green safe that was sitting over in the corner? Because if the place was supposed to be cleaned and cleared out, You would have spotted it, right? Well, that's what you get for not doing your job because had you done your job, you would have been the one that came across the $56,000, not the new tenant. You don't. So inside were five certificates of deposit, gold rings, necklaces, and other jewelry worth about $56,000 in our money. Okay, and she said she was new. you know, she was like brushless, and she decided that she wanted to find out who it belongs to. She didn't want to keep it if, you know, she could find out who it belongs to. Now, they say that the, the property was previously owned by an elderly couple who had died And the apartment was sold by the deceased couple's family
1: who didn't even know
2: about the box. So, you know, again, you've got this this old couple and, you know, they figure, well, these people are gone, you know, take their stuff, throw it out. You know, we don't want it. Well, man, oh, man, oh, man nobody left no $56,000 up in my place. Definitely this person who used to live in the basement, you know, he ain't never left no $56,000 in there when he left. So I, uh, I, I didn't get a chance to do this. But my question is, as a Christian person, <laughs> come on, let me hear from you, let me hear from
0: you.
2: Would you... Try to, you know, find the person. Would you turn it over to the landlord? Because clearly she didn't try to do that. Now, she may not have tried to do that again because she figured that had you cleaned it out like you were supposed to, you would have come across the $56,000. But you didn't because I had to come in, rent the apartment, and clean it up. So I just want to find out who it belonged to before I got there. Would you do it? Would you do I don't I wouldn't. I wouldn't know. Find his keepers <laughs> I'm sorry. You left. You left. And again, I whatever team is mine. If if I'm renting it and now I gotta clean out the place, then clearly you had no interest in cleaning out the place. I ain't telling no landlord and I ain't trying to find out whoever was living there. Nope, y'all left it behind. Then so be it. So, let me hear from you. Let me find out, you know, what you would do, because I'm definitely going to ask the crew. All righty. I got a couple of minutes before I actually get to them. Now, here's another moral question. In New Jersey... To be our focus this morning. So let me give you this story. There was a woman who was hired by a Catholic school, and from what I understand, she wasn't a teacher at the time. She was a person who they say um, they worked. She worked. In the school, she, like, helped with the, the little people, the daycare. So, somehow or another, they had a daycare at the school, maybe for the workers, or maybe the day, they had a daycare. Um, okay, here we go, here we go, here we go. She was an art teacher, and she used to work in the toddler rooms. So, yes, I was right. So, she, like, helped out with the little kids. So, but she wasn't really a teacher-teacher, if you will. So, she took this job at a Catholic school. And one day, the principal, who was a sister, a nun, she called this teacher in, and she was going to offer her, or she was offering her a full-time job, to teach full-time at the school. And when she went to offer her the job, the teacher told her, well, I can't take the job right now because I'm pregnant and I'm going to have a baby. So they say about a week or two later, now this happened back in 2014, but a week or two two later, the sister called her back and told the teacher that she had broke the school's code of ethics because she had had sex before marriage and she was going she was being fired so ever since 2014 they have been back and forth to court because the teacher said that how you gonna fire me for having premarital sex and having a baby. That's none of your business. What do you mean this school's code of ethics? And they took it to court. And they have been in litigation almost 10 years over this thing. Well, the New Jersey Supreme Court, because this has been thrown out a couple of times, and this teacher has appealed, She lost. Yeah, overall, she lost. And I figured figured this. I told you I used to do HR. I figured. When she got hired, she signed a, I guess, I guess what you call a contract. So they say when she was hired in 2011, she signed an acknowledgement that she said she understood the school's code of ethics which requires staff to abide by Catholic law, including, ready for this, abstaining from premarital, and the Supreme Court has ruled that because the school, the Catholic school is a private entity, that they can actually fire her, and she doesn't have a leg to stand on. You sign the contract. And you said that you would abide by the rules. And now, being that you didn't, they actually fired her. And when they fired her, they said they hired a woman who was married with children. I guess they figured we're not going to do this anymore. Yeah. What do you think about that? Now, I don't want to hear that they have a right their own rules and, and regulations. I got that. I got that. Like I said, that's the first thing I, I figured out. Before I even got to the bottom of the, you know, things to say why the Supreme Court actually sided with them. My question is should you even have those kind of rules? Because, well, I won't say why my, what my because is, but I'll just leave it there. What do you think about those type rules and laws to acquire or to maintain a job? You know, she was not like other people bringing some of the LGBTQ stuff into the classroom. Um, she was not talking about, you know, anything sexual. None of that hit the class. She brought none of that to the school. Do you think that you know they should have fired her because she had premarital sexual or it, it, should that have even been in rule? you know should that even be a concern of yours when you're hiring a um teach you know hiring a teacher now the thing is I was trying to find out it looks like this is an elementary school that she was working at um just as a Catholic school so didn't say Catholic high school or anything like that. It just says a Catholic school. So the St. Teresa school. So it sounds more like an elementary school. And I would love to know your thoughts. All right. So let's talk to our Pastor Jeff. Let's say good morning. Good morning, Pastor Jeff. Good morning. How are Good
1: morning. You? Good, and you?
2: How you doing? I am well, thank you. well. I am well. Oh, I'm glad to hear you're doing well. So, Pastor <laughs> Jeff, we're talking this morning. So I want to know, are you going to go for your couple of dollars on this Facebook uh, lawsuit? Well,
1: what is the couple of dollars,
2: though? Well, okay, so here's the deal. They have some class action lawsuits because they claim that back in the day, um, they somehow or another Facebook kind of sold off, you know, the information of the users. And a couple of people found out about it, and they sued. So they got this class class action lawsuit. It's for $725 million, and it's for anyone who was a Facebooker in between May 24th of 2007 and December 22nd, 2022. Now, all you had to do, Pastor Jeff, was be a Facebook user. You don't even have to be a Facebook user now, but as long as you were a Facebook user in between that time, you can submit a claim. Because, in other words, they're saying that you could have been one of those people that they gave away your information. And you are entitled to a part of this, you know, $725 million. It's probably 725 million people that are going to go after this thing. So that's why I say it's a couple of pennies. But are you going to put your you know throw your hat in your kitty?
1: Well, I really don't know. Because if it ain't worth uh, a stamp, so to speak, if it's only a, a couple <laughs> of dollars, <laughs> that you know that's not worth, worth worth my time. That's why I was asking: is is it a substantial amount? But if it comes out to only two, three dollars a person, I don't think it's worth it. You know,
0: okay,
2: in my
1: opinion,
0: okay, okay.
2: <laughs> well, you know what I say to you, Pastor Jeff. Stay, stay just right there, because the more of you who think that way, that increases my two cents. So I'm going after, it <laughs> and I don't care what it is. If it's three cents, I want it. But if you stay back and some other people think the same way, then maybe my two my three cents will become five cents outtake. Well, out.
1: Yahoo Yahoo just sent me sixty dollars for the same thing. Uh,
2: really. And-
1: was it yeah, worth it? and I—I I, I mean, it was worth it because I didn't have to fill out anything. They—it was a breach okay. or whatever, and and they sent me a sixty-dollar check, you know, without me going through any hoops, okay. so you know, was okay. making you making you sign up and all that, huh? you know. <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: But yeah, I, when I heard when I heard you say it earlier, I told my wife about it, so I told her to look into it. You know. Oh. I said the same thing. Money's oh. money's money. That's right. You know.
2: And that's the way I that's the way I look at it, Pastor Jeff. Like listen, a dollar's a dollar and you know what? I'll take it. Especially if it just it didn't cost me anything but I, okay, so for those of you who are listening, um, I think it took me all of five minutes to fill out the um the form. And again, there was no invasive information that you that they were asking you for. So I'm like, well, you know what? If it's free and it's five minutes, I got five minutes to you know to do it. I'll do it. Let me tell you this, Pastor Jeff. We when my mother was alive, we we were we were talking. She, Chantee, and myself. We were talking one day about the fact that they do stuff like this, you know, and. I used to open up all my mother's mail and things like that. So one day, Pastor Jeff, she says, oh, I get those all the time. And we were like, get what? She like, I get those checks in the mail all the time. So we were like, well, where, where is it? Where are they? She said, i tear them up and throw them in the garbage.
0: <laughs> I was like, what?
2: She was like, huh? I don't pay that stuff no mind. So I said, well, how much are the checks? Because I, you know, passage Jeff sometimes you've got like thirty-two cents, you know, like some like stupid stuff, you know. And like you said, it's like stuff that you don't even necessarily have to fill out, but you'll get the check in the mail and they'll explain it to you, you know. So she, I said, well, you know, what was it? That's like a hundred dollars. I said, what? Yeah, Homegirl girl had money to throw away. Yeah,
0: you mm-hmm.
2: throwing away that money, <laughs> I ain't throwing,
1: I ain't throwing away no checks. Even if it's five dollars, I ain't gonna throw the check away. I'm gonna cash.
0: It. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly
2: what she told us. She, I, I'm not taking that to no bank. I was like, oh, my God. How much money have you thrown away, Ernie? How much money have you thrown away? My God. Yeah. Man, I wish I had her dough where you could just tear them up. A t- yeah. And I, she, that's what she told me. She was tearing them up and throwing them in the garbage. I was like, wow. I wish I had your life. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, I just thought I'd tell you that story You know, you always got stories I want to, to tell you a story Oh my goodness, David. All right, Pastor Jeff So you've got this, this, this young lady
0: Who is
2: in college Dating a young man You know, she thinks that's the one And they are sharing pictures Nudie Nude selfies and a total of about fourteen pictures. Some completely nude, some semi nude. Well, the, the 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 cousin or the friend or whoever signed the pictures on Revenge Porn, which is a site, come to find out for old math teacher actually posted the pictures and when they did the research that's where they found out that it came from. So she got ten thousand dollars from this lawsuit. Do you think that was enough money?
1: No, definitely not. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, I, I, I give you one of my stories. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> a young lady that I I was previously with, we uh took some pictures, you know, just years ago, and we left them up in a house that we were renting, and the construction workers came and um, was tearing the walls out, and they found the pictures, and they gave it to the landlord, who was a relative of mine, and then the landlord gives me the pictures, but some of them are missing. And I, to this day, am traumatized behind that, because my butt naked picture is out there somewhere but it wasn't really me it, the the young lady i was at the time you know she, she she's my ex-wife it bothered me that her picture got in the hands of my relative who i know was just dying to see her naked and then it got in the hands of the other young man who was the minister at the church you know who actually, okay. you know, gave me some of the pictures back, but they were, some of them were missing, and to this day I'm bothered by it because I feel violated. Oh. I feel, you know, totally, you know, and and that affects me to this day. Ten thousand dollars doesn't heal that. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't. Okay. It doesn't take care of that. But but ten million dollars would make you forget. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you you can get over you can get over real quick with that. <laughs> oh
2: my goodness, Pastor Jeff, you are something else. I tell you, you keep laughing. Oh my goodness, I get yeah, I guess ten million dollars would make your would, would
1: definitely heal that wound. Wow, ten million dollars, wow, I'll wow. I'll show you my naked butt. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. <laughs>
2: Oh my goodness, Pastor Jeff! I tell you, you are something else. Woo! All right. Well, you know she ain't too happy with the ten thousand dollars either, especially when she's got to give part of that to the um, you know, to 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 the attorney. So she ain't got much left. So, you know, cause, and like you said, who who else? You know now. This was an old math teacher. Uh, He also taught her sister tennis. Who knows where those pictures are circulating? Probably not just on that website either. So, yeah, that's something to think about, something to definitely think about. Well, speaking of money, this woman who was cleaning out the apartment, and speaking of cleaning out the apartment for you, you know, this, this woman who was cleaning out this apartment out in China, found this $56,000 of valuables in the safe, and, you know, her post went viral because she's trying to find who owns the, the uh, safe and come to find out that the people are deceased now. So I guess it's hers. Um, she can keep it with a clear mind. Would you have actually looked for the people who owned this uh, safe, Pastor
0: Jeff?
1: Well, to be honest and since I am a pastor and just love the Lord, no. I wanna look for him. <laughs> <laughs> it, you know, I, I'm renting the place as mine. you know, that, that that's most likely how I would have went about it, but you know, hopefully I would have done I would have done the same thing. Tried to search him down.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> well listen, Pastor Jeff. I have been a landlord since '94. No one no one has ever left anything in this house. But I gotta tell you, if you leave it, behind, that's exactly where it is. It's in your rearview mirror. <laughs> As the rightful owner of this home, it belongs to Stephanie. Whether I'm a pastor or a simple person, it is mine. <laughs> I ain't giving up nothing, and I am looking for you. You left it when you turned me to when you gave me them teeth. Anything that was in this place belongs to me. Oh, definitely, definitely, definitely. All right, Pastor Jeff, I got one more question for you before I go to your other crew members. So this New Jersey Supreme Court that actually sided with this Catholic school that said it was okay to fire this teacher for having premarital sex and getting pregnant because she signed a clause that said that she would live according to... um, According to the Catholic law What do you think about that? Now, I know it's their rule I I know it's their rule But do you think we should even be bothered With people's private lives As long as she's coming to the school and teaching?
1: Yes, I feel like she signed it And that's, you know That's how it's supposed to be She's got to stick by what she signed she shouldn't have took the job if she didn't understand what she was getting into. They have rules, and that's the same way I feel about, you know, my church. I mean, you know, you coming in and or you want me to officiate a gay wedding, Those I don't I don't believe in that. I'm not going to do it. These are the rules that, you know, our organization abide by. And I, I agree with it. You know, don't take the job then. You know, and then know what you're signing. You know, you, you signed that you would— be a virtuous woman and then you having premarital sex and getting pregnant and all of that, you know say, saying you know, we don't want you. Goodbye. You know, these are our rules. Okay. I agree.
2: So I got the rule part. I got the rule part. My question to you is, should we care? She's a teacher and you know, unlike the the other community, they don't she didn't bring it to the school and the classroom. Should they care that she didn't violate any of the of, of her teaching um, or bring it to the children should they care
1: Yes I mean okay. it like I said, they have an image that they abide by, and they want that image and showing the kids. You know they they're bringing them to that place to we we don't just preach from you know our mouth we preach by our lifestyle and that's preaching the wrong thing in the, in that Catholic school that doesn't agree with that lifestyle. Are you you showing the kids that it's okay to have sex and get pregnant outside of marriage? You know, so I, like I said, I agree with them. I'm not saying the Catholic Church. I agree with the Catholic Church, but I agree. Those are their rules. That's just like if I go to a Muslim, you know, place. I know I went with my wife one time to uh, for a meeting at a Muslim synagogue, and they wanted her to put something around her head, you know, to come in or whatever. And we had gotten a little upset about that, but I told my wife, I said, those are their rules, to walk into their building. So that's their building. So we decide not to walk into their building and you want to meet with us, you meet with us outside, you know, but those are their rules and you got to respect that. All righty.
2: All righty. Well, thank you so much, Pastor Jeff. I'm going to talk and chat with your due time crew members until we come back to our other topic. I have another story that I want to put out there. See what you think, but thank you so much for joining us this morning. Let's okay. to Pastor KL. Good morning, Pastor KL.
3: Good morning, Pastor Steph. How are you today?
2: I am well, thank you. I am well, native New Yorker. I am well, thank you.
3: Yeah.
2: How yeah, are
3: you? Yeah. I am well in the native New York. And nice, well,
2: thank nice, you. nice. Very good, very good. So let's chat a little bit. We've got this Facebook um, settlement, um, you know, that's going out there, 725 mil that is being spread amongst anyone who is filing who was a Facebooker between May of 2007 and December of 22. Are you putting in your claim?
3: I am. I am. I'm I'm, I'm I'm, even more upset that I didn't hear about this earlier, but I'm putting it in now as we speak. I want my money. As the young folks say, I want my coins.
2: <laughs> okay. Well, I, like you, didn't hear about it either until I came across it yesterday. So for all of you who are hearing it because Pastor Steph put it out here, I do want my portion. I want my finder's fee, because if it weren't for me, you wouldn't have this money. I don't care if it's 15 cents. I want a portion. Um, yeah, that's all you have to do is fill out the form, and, um, you know... I Where do I you know, find I, the form? Heard me talk about... Yeah, there's a, a little piece of information that you have to fill out on the Internet.
3: Okay.
2: I thought you said you were doing that.
3: Well, I'm looking for the form. I couldn't find the form. Does it say Facebook? Um, well, I mean, what, what, what
2: is it? A, I'm going to put it, you know what, I'm going to post it on my Coach for Christian Life. I'm going to post the web, okay. um, I'm going to po- article. I'm going to post the link to the article as soon as we disconnect so that all of you can just get the link for the news story. And... In the news story there is a link that you press. I did it last night, so the link is live up until Friday at eleven fifty nine Pacific time. All right. So you'll you'll get it. You'll get it. You'll get it from Pastor Stafford. Okay. Thank
0: you.
2: You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. Now this this selfie. these nude selfies that's kind of floating around out there on this revenge porn site from this woman who thought that she was only sharing these pictures with her boyfriend at the time. Somehow or another ends up on the porn site in the hands of the old math teacher. Now, the boyfriend's IP address didn't show up. As the person who contributed these pictures to the porn site, the math teacher did, and she took it to court. They got she got ten thousand dollars. Do you think that was enough?
3: Um, I don't think it was enough. But for her, for here's her stupidity. I think that was enough. I mean, why, why, why you know, at, when 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 you're young, you're dumb, you know, and and, and we do stuff that that we don't look ahead of time of of what it could affect. You know saying we we just do it in the now and we so in love and so this and so that we wanna share. But, you know, once you put stuff out, it's out. But we don't look at it from that aspect. So I think, you know, just for your stupidity that was enough.
0: Okay, okay.
2: Okay. Wow, fifty six thousand dollars in valuables. You go rent an apartment, and you come across this $56,000 in valuables. Do you try to seek out the rightful owner?
3: Listen, the Bible says that the wealth of the wicked is stored up, laid up for the just. I'm just the one that found it. You know what I mean? So, you know, you got to know when there's a blessing in your face. You know, a lot of folks, you know, they lose their blessing. Because they, they, they try to give it away. You know, listen, favor ain't fair. And and, and and God's time is not our time. You know, God God he works in mysterious ways. You know, here I am finding an apartment and I might need help on the next rent. Look at look at God. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? <laughs>
0: Oh my God, won't he do it, won't
2: he do it, all
0: <laughs> right,
2: so, okay, so I like that, so, you know, you said absolutely not, all right, well, here we are, New Jersey Supreme Court, you know, they side with the Catholic school that says, hey, you know, um, you signed the contract, and you signed the contract, so now you have to abide by their rules We're not going to go outside their rules. So rules set aside. I I got that. I got that. Um, Because I agree 100%. You know, if you sign a contract, you got to go by the contract. My question to you is, she's a teacher. She did not bring any of that to this classroom like we've done stories on. Do you think that they should have bothered her about her personal life
3: um, Me personally, I don't think so But I mean, I, I can see where, where it could be a problem You know, um, Pastor Jeff brought up a, a, a good point about the church You know, there's certain things we don't do We don't ad- adhere to in the church We don't sign contracts However, we, we, we don't accept certain things Certain things we're just not going to do you know, uh, as a contract um, portion of it, if I know that I'm loose, so to speak, or if I know that I'm not waiting until marriage, so to speak, you know, once I saw that line in the contract, that definitely wasn't for me. You know, you got to understand what's for you. And and there's a lot of things, even even at your job, if you don't want to work Sundays, but they require you to work Sundays, that's not for you, no matter how bad you need a job. You know, so sometimes we have to look at stuff and say, "Hey, you know, th- this is against you know what 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 I what I live, what I feel, and that's just not for me." You know, um, in my younger days, I, I could never take a job like that because I was I was you know loose and all type of stuff, so that that wouldn't work for me. You know, but again, you know, as pastors, you know, we we have certain standards in our church, and you know, not all pastors. Say, okay, when you walk through this door, you got to fill out this contract. But, you know, what's understood does not need to be explained. There's certain things we're just not going to do or accept. All
2: righty, all righty, all righty. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Cast KL, I'll be back to talk about this last story. let see what you think about that. And let's talk to our girl, Shanti today. Good morning, Shanti. Good morning, how are you? I'm fine, thank you. How are you
0: good,
1: good
2: I'm well thank you. I'm well All right let's go back facebook 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 they're giving out seven hundred and twenty five mil Are you going to be a part of the recipient pool? I'm filling out the form right now i'm on did you find I'm on form? the line right? Yep, I'm on the line <laughs> right now, filling it out. How did you find it? Tell everybody how you found it. I googled Facebook claim, and it came right up. Okay, okay. It ain't so hard to find money. To <laughs> Facebook claim. Um, I, I the 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 link you press is Facebook claim. I'm sorry, claim a website. So. She said she found it on the Facebook claim. So those of you, I will still post when I finish, but you don't have to wait, you know, if you want to make sure. Remember, you only have until um, Friday at 11.59 p.m. Pacific time, all right? That's not Eastern time. That's Pacific time,
0: all right? So
2: you're going after your little two cents. What about the selfie thing? She gave the the pictures to her boyfriend. And she thought that this was personal. They would be sharing it. And despite the fact that others have proven that they cannot be, you know, trusted. But she thought she could trust this boyfriend. Not only did the pictures show up... um, on a porn site, but they showed up on revenge porn from an old math teacher, and she's in distress because she's saying, "Let me. I want to quote her." Oh, oh my! Please, wait. She says, "Oh, I'm. I i can not believe this. You know, I know, He was my old." A math teacher is so alarming because I never thought he would. He wasn't. He was never supposed to see me like this. She got ten thousand dollars in her lawsuit. Do you think she was compensated properly? No, and I don't know. I, I mean, you could be my niece's age. She's eight, and you know that this has gone wrong nine out of the ten times someone has given or sent new photos to even their spouse I forget it being their boyfriend or girlfriend even their spouse it just always went left and only people who really don't care if others see their photos still do this like you have to really have it in your mind like God forbid someone sees this. Am I really gonna care? Because if I really don't care, then just send it. But if one percent of me cares, I don't care how long we've been married. I I'm gonna just have to text you. You're gonna see me naked when we get home because <laughs> so it somehow, some way, I don't and I don't understand how it happens. Like I really don't understand because your your bank information ain't get set that easy. You know, if you was doing something crazy, it didn't get slipped and, and sent to someone else that easily. I don't know how someone else is, because someone else sent you something. Now, it's been an oops. It's always strange to me. But, yeah, no, unless you really don't care if someone sees your new picture, just like It's almost like being a scammer. It's like, just, just stop. You're, you're not an exception to the rule. Someone's got, someone else is going to see it. Alrighty, righty. righty. What about this $56,000? You're a Christian woman, and someone leaves $56,000 behind. You're cleaning up. You've just moved in. Are you going to try to find the rightful owner of this $56,000? That would have to be a mighty work of God for me to be looking for anybody. No. <laughs> I'm not listening. <laughs> How do you leave that? You meant to leave that. You you left this for me. There's no way. There's no way you're leaving that behind by accident. You did that on purpose. You stole this money and, and, and you, you you didn't want to take it with you. So you left it. How do you leave that? Oh no. Okay, so wait. So let's go with the premise that you stole the money. And you left it. So now you're going to take the stolen money? Well, I wouldn't know it was stolen. If I found it, I'm not knowing that it was stolen. And if I knew it was stolen, that's something different. You know, especially as a Christian woman. Because, you know, okay, you knew that this was still gotten money. So you're really going to take this. You're going to play this game with God. I ain't playing it. No, no. But, no, because I don't understand how you can leave that behind. It, my $100, where's my $100? I know I had $100 in this wallet when I walked when I moved in here. I ain't spent that 100 so that $100 should be with me when I leave here. And you left behind how much? No. You ain't care about that money. Well, in this particular case, it was uh, an elderly couple who had passed away. Their family mm-hmm. sold the apartment. So they probably, you know, when we cleaned out the grandmother's place, you know, they probably just said, "Ah, you know, never mind," and they didn't clean it out. And now they didn't realize they were even behind fifty six or what was equivalent to fifty six thousand dollars. So that's how this particular fifty six thousand dollars got left behind. Let's talk about but they, this they but they just kept passing stuff. Okay. Yes, I'm sorry. They, they, they didn't care because when we cleaned our grandma's apartment, we weren't expecting to to find no money like that, but we cleaned out everything. We went through every closet. We went through cabinets, you know, just because we're cleaning out her apartment. Well, I, I agree. I have to so agree. I, I, I would never leave my loved one, you know, place just there. Um, uh-huh. you know, don't don't you want to, you know, just there might be something that you just may find valuable, you know, just you know, in possession as a possession, you know, um, you know, I've had people clean out like you know a great aunt's place, and I've asked, you know, well, when y'all go to clean out the place, save me a scar for. You know, a piece. Of, she had a piece, mm. like a piece of jewelry. I don't wear jewelry, but something of hers. So I, I happen to agree. You know, I, I do. So you know, we should go through people's things freely. You know, and and you could, you know, just go out, you know, take what you want, and you know, leave the rest for trash. You know, so I I agree. I just happen to agree, but in mm-hmm. this particular case, you know. You know, they just didn't feel like they had time or they were interested enough, and they just felt like, you know, the parents had stuff there that, you know, they were elderly who would want it. So they didn't realize they would be buying that money. So, you know, they, I guess they, they regretted it later when they found out that that's what was up in there. Mm-hmm. All right. So you've got this, this, this teacher who signs the contract that says that, you know, I have a vow of chastity, Um, but she kind of rescinds on that, and they fire her. So outside of the contract, which I clearly get, not saying whether I agree or disagree, but do you feel that none of that, quote, unquote, came into the classroom? She was teaching art. She never stopped teaching art. She was working with the little toddlers. They never, you know, discussed anything of her personal business with them. Do you think that they should have even cared about, um, you know, whether she, you know, what would go in her personal life? That is just, as we used to say in the streets, that is mad much. Listen, I really doubt this lady had in her mind when she signed that form that I'm going to breach this contract. I'm signing this, but I know I'm about to buzz a lot open when I finish that. I I really don't think that was a part of her mindset. Outside of that, I find it very, very strange that this particular faith is a faith that practices a whole lot of idolatry. But yet now you want to condemn someone. So if you're looking at her as someone who's cockeyed, isn't she doing what y'all do? Idolatry is where like. you put someone before God. She put herself before the vow she made to God. So what is the difference in what she did than what y'all practice? I, I, I just think it is so like, on top of it just being like, as they say in the streets now, y'all dragging it. it if you really want to get technical, she ain't doing anything different than what y'all do on a regular basis. It, as hard as it is to find decent teachers that ain't touching your kids, That's not introducing your kids to to things and and, and to to organizations and groups that they have no business introducing your kids to. And I just heard something very disturbing yesterday from a child that took place at camp that had no business taking place, but yet because she signed this that said, I will not have sex. And like you said, said, this is not like she was in there talking about it. She didn't say, well okay, well, children, I did sign something that said this, but now Miss So-and-so is pregnant. No, I I just think that that was just too too much. I think it's too much emphasis being put on certain things that doesn't deserve that type of attention. Not to say that nothing should have been said to her at all. I I don't agree with that, you know, but this, no, no. My opinion, that was just a bit much. Okay. All right. Thank you very much for joining us today. And uh, thank you all for indulging me on our news. I have a story for the three of you, and I want to hear what you have to say about this. So we know that there's this, this, all of a sudden, you know, you hear one story, you hear a million stories about the same thing. I don't care what it is. You just It now becomes overkill. It shines a light on every everybody who's doing the same thing. Well, we have this issue of people leaving their children in the car and claiming that they forgot the kids in the car. And like I said, you know, from before, outside of my own three, I just could not imagine putting children in the car. And then when I got out the car, forgetting that I put the children in the car. Or the child in the car. Makes no sense to me. Even the dogs that they have left in the car. But that's just past the step. Well there is a story. They say this is this happened uh a couple of months ago. Been kinda of holding on to the story, but I think we were in uh um uh my consent series. Well the police arrested a woman of an eleven month old girl who died after she was left in a car for three hours while her mother officiated a Florida church service. <laughs> so They say that the police responded to a report of an unresponsive infant in a vehicle outside of the Mount Mount of Olives Evangelical Church. They say when they did the research, they learned that the child had been left in the vehicle for about three hours while the mother and her family attended church service. So they say that when they did further investigating, they found out that the mother had arrived late to a church service that she was officiating, and they believe the victim was brought inside by a member of the church about three hours later. After the service, had finished, the mother noticed her child was not inside or with any church member and immediately responded to the vehicle, so this is like twisted a little bit here, where her child was found still in the car, in the car seat and unresponsive. So I don't know what they're talking about a little earlier in this paragraph. Well, they say the the infant was transported to the hospital where she was later pronounced dead. The mother, 37-year-old woman, was arrested and she's being charged with one count of aggravated manslaughter of a child. And (laughs) there's a statement here. The police chief an unfortunate incident and our condolences and prayers go out to the family. Now, we've heard about the children being left in the car. But are we going to be so focused on church service that we're leaving the kids in the car When we are running late And I want to start with you Pastor Jeff You should thought?
1: <laughs> well my thoughts is they should Prosecute that Parent to the You know fullest extent of the law I Your, your children come first No matter what You don't forget your children You t- too busy want to put on a show At the church and leave your kid in the car, and then don't even remember. Yeah, it's one thing to leave them, and don't, and then you didn't even come to mind. You know, like what the heck is wrong with you? That is, that 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 that's not God. You're not serving God. That that's religious, and you serving man, and and more focused on 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 the things of man. Ministry comes at home. You know, it's at home first. You that child is first concern. Above all else, you know, than to sit up there and you in church and doing whatever you do, forgetting your child. Nah, ain't no excuse for that, as far as I'm concerned. Ain't ain't no excuse for that. I don't understand what's going on with these parents that are leaving their kids, you know, and forgetting about them. You know, like, what is wrong with you? Well, I got a
2: question for you, Pastor Jeff. You have children. Have you ever been able to leave your kids in a car and like, forget forget about whether it was church, grocery store, regardless of what it was? Have you ever been able to just leave them in the car, like you forget that they put the kids in, that you put the kids in the car?
1: I, me, you're talking to the wrong one. Never. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm just not going to do it. I mean, and I, I guess my wife say I'm too, I'm too anal about, about it. I'm overprotective. You know, I just, it's not, it's not going to be me. I'm not going to do it. You know, not leaving. I don't even want to run in the store real quick and leave my wife who's grown in the car. I got a problem with that. <laughs> leaving, you know, leave my grown wife in the car because I, I feel like it's unsafe you know, especially the cars that we drive, you know, for to just be sitting up in there. So I'm not going to leave no kids. That's just not going to be me. They got to get their backsides up and go with me. Or we ain't going. I ain't stopping.
2: Okay. All right. Pastor K.L. She was running late for service. That she had to officiate. And left the baby in the car.
3: Make sense? Well let well let, let me just say this first I heard what Pastor Jeff said. Yeah, you know, my parents never had a fancy car. So they didn't want the car and they shut up didn't want us. So me and my sister was left in the car <laughs> quite a few times. You know, we, we because my, my 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 mother understood that if we went into the store we go touch something. We go want something. We go pay for something. <laughs> So she left us in the car while she went shopping. My 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 mother, you know, though I thought she was mean, she was she was wise because you know as I grew up, I didn't want to leave the kids in the car. But I'm starting to think I should have left them kids in the car. I'd have been I'd have had a little bit more money now. But um, as far as going into a whole service,
1: I you know you
3: know they they, they say forget about yourself and concentrate on him and worship him. I guess she forgot about her kids. You know, and and I guess my question would be, why would the kids not be able to come? Why why wouldn't you want them in church? You know, I mean, they they need the same blessings, the same healings, the same deliverance that you need. And what kind of church that that do you have? I understand that the, the child was in a coffee seat, that 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 the mother in the first row wouldn't watch your child while you was officiating. So I mean, there to me, there was no excuse why you left that child in the car.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: All
1: right now, Shantae. I, I, before you it. go to Shantae, I just want to say something. Can you hear me? Yes. yes. Yeah. My parents. My parents always left me in the car too. <laughs> so <laughs> just like just like they they left me in the car, and that's why I don't leave my kids in the car
0: because
1: I got. <laughs> A, a man tried to pull me out of the car when my mother left me and stole her purse from me. And that traumatized me that I, could, I couldn't fight fight for her purse because I was, you know, too little of a kid. You know, so, I you know, that, I ain't leaving my kids in the car because of that. <laughs>
3: you should have seen oh, you what see what you your out. hat. You Pastor Jeff, you should have seen your hat up in there.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: oh my goodness. <laughs> I, t- I I tell you. Pastor
2: Jeff can always amuse us with his stories. I love his stories. I think I'm just gonna let him just sit and tell me stories for the rest of my life. Oh my goodness gracious. Oh, that leaving your child in church. I mean, course, go, you know, while you went to church. Three hours the baby sat in the car while you officiated over the service. Well, oh, one, I've been saying this for the past few months. All these parents been having a secret meeting on how to get rid of their kids. And this is what they came up with. Because there is no way... You go anywhere and quote-unquote forget what Pastor Jeff and Pastor KL spoke about. That was intentional. Had their parents, had their mothers been pulled to the side. They went and said, I forgot. No, I left them there. I knew what I was doing. And these parents know what they're doing. Ain't no forgetting. Because you ain't forget no phone. You ain't forget no pocketbook, You ain't forget none of that. But you forget a whole human being. No. As we say in the streets, miss me with that. Um... There was something else that, that you said, Pastor Seth, and it, it kind of, oh. Okay, so officiating the service means that you're the one conducting the service, correct? Yes. Okay. In order to conduct the service, aren't you supposed to be led by the Holy Spirit in order <laughs> to conduct the service? So the Holy Spirit like got you conducting so. the service, but the Holy Spirit... The Holy Spirit has you conducting the service, but the Holy Spirit didn't remind you that you forgot your kid in the car? <sighs> so either you wasn't at no church or you ain't who you say you, you are. know. Because there's no, there's no way. There's no way you're doing something so great in the Lord, but you forgot your child in the car? No. You know, I I started with asking Pastor Jeff, could you forget your kids in the car? Like I said, I have three. And if I had individual, if I had one without the other two, I don't care if it was you, Shanty, Shawnee, or Tameja, it doesn't matter. There's not one of you I could ever put in the car. And when I got out, Even if it was to run in the store, run in the drugstore, whatever, I'm not going to forget I put you in the car. I just can't Mm -hmm. understand this consistent excuse. Now, let's talk about this whole issue of church. I have provided over services. I've officiated over services. I've preached whatever. When you are preaching, I don't care how much I might be caught up in my sermon, my eyes are still in. Mm-hmm. I'm, 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 I don't Whoever, Whoever has ever been with me while I'm preaching, I actually make, make eye contact with you. It's like I'm talking mm-hmm. to you personally. I make eye contact with those I can make eye contact with. It doesn't matter if you're sitting, you know, kind of like in the, a little further back, whether in the front row or on the side. I make eye contact. There is nowhere in the world I'm officiating, giving a sermon or whatever. I'm singing a solo. And I look out in there and I don't spot one of my three children. And I'm like, oh, somebody's missing. Mm -hmm. Now, I didn't, I didn't see all these people (laughs) in the church. I don't see my child. But I never remember my. T- you could never be that caught up in the Lord. I'm sorry.
0: You,
3: you just mm-hmm. stop,
2: stop, stop, stop. You, stop.
3: you know that what, Pastor Steph? Pastor Steph? Jeffy. Pastor Steph. Yes. Pastor Steph, can yes. I just interject one one thing? You know, yes. Black children. are not gonna let you leave a house without them. Let mm-hmm. it alone leave a oh. car. <laughs> let alone leave this a car. What I'm
2: That's exactly what I'm talking about. That's exactly what I'm talking about. What I don't have ta- ta- one Pastor of my three. No, pa- Pastor KL, Pastor Steph tried to leave me in the car at the tender age of thirty six. So it definitely <laughs> wouldn't have happened if I was sick. She thought she was going to leave me, and I and I, I had I had to put her on blast in, in Family Dollar. I, yeah. I had to tell the cashier because I, I was like, if y'all have her on, on your on your camera footage. Don't be surprised if the cops have to be called up here to accept the footage because she really tried to leave me out here in this car. So it definitely wouldn't have happened at 6. I let her do it at 36.
0: Oh, my god,
2: That's exactly what I'm talking about, Pastor KL. You know, like, and and, and go to the point that Pastor Jeff made. When you leave, when, when I go in the store and I leave somebody in the car, my mind never forgets that I left so and so in the car, even his wife. You just don't forget that you leave somebody in the car, intentionally or unintentionally. You know, and now you gonna put this on church? Oh, we not doing that. Stop. That. Um, and nobody loves for shift, the mm-hmm. the <laughs> to start, uh, <laughs> Jeff, are you trying to
0: talk
1: no i that wasn't me
2: oh no i know that wasn't you that i, I think that was your background we, we, we no that nice was my background cause i
1: had i had my phone on mute that was not me
2: you talking in the background. Boy, that's an interesting
1: Pastor
0: conversation
2: Kim. going on. <laughs> Boy, that was an interesting conversation. You know, we're we not going to put this on church. You know, it is and, and, and I'll let y'all elaborate on this. Here's my thought. Even if the world did suddenly become crazy and we forgot kids in the car, would you not Think that the Lord would not allow us to fall prey to the same thing, Pastor Jeff?
1: Uh, <laughs> I I don't know what to say to that. You know, <laughs> I
0: don't
2: really understand the question. All right, so then I'll start with Pastor KL. Maybe he understands the question. So, Pastor KL, even if the world suddenly decided. And all of a sudden they don't forget about the kids in the car. We as Christian people would fall into the same uh, 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 bad habit or forgetfulness?
3: Um, We we, we shouldn't. Uh, you know, a, a, a lot of folks, you know, a lot of Christian folks, you know, they feel that they're automatically covered by the blood. When they're covered, you know, the God is going to cover them, even in their stupidity. You know, he, you, you you reap what you sow. You know you do crazy stuff. Listen, you know God God will cover you to to a, to a point. You know, but 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 don't keep on testing God. You know you you keep on acting like the world. You won't get world um, responses. World you know, and 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 that's what we don't understand. We don't look at it, and then we want to say, God, how can you do this to me? Why would you do this to me? Or why would you do it to you? You, you know what I mean? Why would you do it to your child? You you want your daddy to cover you, but you won't cover your child. Yeah, that's the problem. Uh, uh, uh.
2: That's a thought. Shanti. Well, in a world full of common sense, no. You know, because there... And I actually just read something... In the book of Psalms just late, I touched on this. You know, when, when the world is dumbing out, as they do, because that's, that's the world's job, God is going to intentionally cover his people to prevent them from even being affected. So his people who choose to be uncompromising, they get to sit and watch the world be a bunch of... And be slow and get slower, and they just sit back and people fall like flies on the left and right of them, and the righteous are not touched at all. It's just like ain't nothing really happening around them. They're not affected.
0: But considering
2: that obviously we're talking about people who like to just call themselves Christians or people of God, you fall dumber than the worldly people, because at least the other people try to come up with some other type of excuse. Still, didn't make no sense. Well, this, this 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 excuse is kind of top cake to for me to be using there officiating a service and forgot your whole human child in in the car. Um, and unfortunately, again, they people have got some of these people have got a part of these secret meetings because you're not gonna tell me there are not some secret emails and text blasts going around that they're meeting up to come up with different ways (laughs) particularly because there is no way you're telling me that you legitimately forgot, but yet your attention span was so on point to do something as important as conduct a service or teach a class or anything like that. So you had the mental capacity to do that, but you didn't have the mental capacity to remember someone as important as your child who cannot do for themselves in, in the vehicle.
0: Uh-uh.
2: All righty. Pastor Jeff, you understand what I was saying now? What do you got to say?
1: Well, I'm saying that the world can have their thing and whatever, whatever, but you as a child of God if you stand close to the mouth of God i don't believe you could fall into that mindset into that intentional whatever they're doing or any of that you know if you got your mind but the church it is two parts to the church it's it's the ones that's really hand from god and then that's really trying to live for god and then there's the other part that's just for show they're really still part of the world so you know mm-hmm. which church are you, which church are you looking at
3: <laughs> which church you going to be
2: Oh, boy. That's a hard question. Nice way to end this conversation, Pastor Jeff. Ask that question one more time.
1: Which church are you going to be? <laughs> that's the, that's the Martha. question.
2: Martha. All righty. Amen. Very well said, the three of you. Very well said. The challenge is out there challenges out there, which part of the world, which part of the church you going to be. Thank you so much my Zuton crew for your contribution into today's conversation. We pray you have a blessed day.
3: You well. Thank right.
2: you. Thank you. All right. <laughs> All right. Mm-mm. You know what? We are going to actually Take time to hold hands and hold hearts right now and go before the Lord. Heavenly Father, God, we thank you for being so gracious to us, to breathe the breath of life into our bodies today so that we could see your wonderful brand new day, day we've never seen before and a day we'll never see again. God, we're looking forward to some great things today. We've already got our day started. The challenge has been put out there. Which part of the church are we going to be? Thank you. Thank you for investing in us just one more time, God. To help us look in the mirror and ask ourselves that hard question. So we can stop playing church. We can stop being religious and we can develop a closer relationship with you. Thank you to Heavenly Father for just keeping us, taking care of us, watching over us, just treating us better than we treat ourselves, treating us better than we treat one another. Thank you for being the example. As to how we are to treat one another. We ask you, God, to speak to our hearts today. Right now, God. Where the world is making so many excuses. While the world is falling prey to their nasty flesh, their nasty spirit, to the ways of the enemy, God, we come to you we come to you wholeheartedly. And, and, and like it has been said, we have to stick close to you. See, this stuff just doesn't happen automatically. We've got to make that commitment to you, and we've got to follow through with that commitment. Letting our yays be yays and our nays be nays, we've got to be on one accord with you. And that's where the protection falls. That's when the protection comes through. We cannot act and think and speak and live according to this world. But expect for you to cover us, to protect us. You've already done that. And again, this is a product of us saying no thank you to you. Again, we thank you, God, for sharpening... Just letting iron sharpen iron this morning, God, that we can help hold one another accountable, that we can now put those challenges out there for one another, to ask who's on the Lord's side. We cannot live. We cannot live this way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and do what we want to do and expect for you to continue to come through as usual. Thank you for alerting us to that this morning if we didn't get that. We thank you for using our due time crew in a mighty way and we trust you for the greater things in our life. We give you the glory and the honor right now, God. Directly be your name. In the precious name of Jesus we pray, amen. Hmm. You know, hmm. boy, I, I give God thanks, and I say this all the time. I give God thanks for just loving me the way he loves me. And only he can love me this way. Only God can love you the way, you know, you're loved. And he's such a great God, such a great God, that would wake you up in the morning and just challenge you at the beginning of your day, excuse me, just challenge you. Just ask you that hard question. Ask you those things that you have been just walking by. Even in the prayer, even as I was praying, there was there was a, a question that was answered, and and I'll, I'll I'll kind of give you a little bit of it. So there's something that is going on that's coming up, and in the back of my mind, I've just been saying, should I go? Nah.
1: You know, if anybody
2: knows knows it, I say this all the only time, it, it, it ain't easy to get me about the house. It's just not easy to get me about the house. But there was something that was going on that I thought it would be nice, you know, for me to attend and I was like, Oh, you know what, it's, it wouldn't be bad. You know, it might be nice. It might be nice for me to go and you know, I don't have a problem going you know, going there and you know, I, I always you know, I'm, I'm, I don't have to go out and, you know, I'm not one of those people who have to go out and have to stay to the end or I have to go out and, and spend some long time there and go out and, you know, you know, some people just don't know how to go home. No, that ain't something. So when I do go out, I do know how to go back home. And I've just been kind of toying with going. I don't know what day of the week this you know, event is on. And I was like, well, you know, if I, if I rest up well, I can attend. And as I was praying, nope. I'm not going. Nope. I, I don't even want to be in the environment. And again, it's not a destructive. I just don't want, I just, I, I just in that prayer just now. I was like, no, that's all right. I'll pass. And I was like, you know what? You ain't missing nothing. Now, I could say that about the doctor's office, too. <laughs> but you get my point. You know, if you see God, you know, they just, the, all three of them just got finished saying this. If you stick close to God, if you make God your priority, not religion, such as this particular woman, not church, as this particular, but that relationship with the Lord. If you cultivate that relationship with the Lord, you will be covered. You'll be covered. And you'll be covered from those little things. And that's why I brought up just even, again. If I'm considering going somewhere, you better believe it ain't. It's not something that's contrary to God. You know, you're not gonna find me up in the club. That that, that ain't happening. You know, I'm not even going up in there to witness. No, that that's all right. I'll I witness. Come outside. No, I'm not. I'm not going up in the bar for the Lord. You know, so because there's a, a place for everything and a time and a place for everything for me and for me that might be something different for you but for me it might be you know it, it, it's just something different and <laughs> i'm i'm just grateful to god that he deals with me the way he does and that's what you know all three of them were saying let god deal with you cultivate that relationship with the lord that you don't end up doing the things that the world does that you don't look like the world when you don't cultivate that relationship with the lord it is very difficult to look i'm telling you it is so hard now to look out in the crowd and see who's on the lord's side and who's not because everybody looks the same and i just got finished saying this to somebody The other day, I don't know what we were talking about. I was like, well, how can you tell? We have such a hard time being able to decipher who's who because we look like them, we sound like the world. It's just no different. And it doesn't mean that we can't intermingle because at the end of the day, we have to intermingle. We have to. Because how do we draw people to Christ? How do we discuss Christ when we're not intermingling in any manner? But you've got to be very careful about how and what you do. You cannot go up in the club where, you know, they
0: look I mean, looking
2: half naked and, you know, they they dressed up. And they ain't dressed <laughs> You know, and and are smoking weed and
0: you can't, you know,
2: the, the air is so thick that you're That's not for God's people. And it doesn't mean we're better than them, but guess what? If I'm going to claim the Lord, then I can't do what the world does the same way the world does it. We have to be very careful about what we do. Like I said, we do can't step outside and say, oh, you know, let them, because I can't preach the pastor KL and and do time crew for the rest of my life, because at the end of the day, then then how are we making disciples, <clears throat> we're going to have to get in the mix, and we're going to have to, you know, let people see that there is a way we function in this world without lowering our standards to the degree that you can't tell who we are. Somebody should be able to look at you and know that you're special, that you belong to the Lord. Can you say that? You have to ask yourself, can I say that? And I don't have a problem doing that. I don't have a problem doing that at all. And you have to be able to do that as well. There's no way in the world that a woman who was in there officiating a church service to be able to say that she left her child in the car the same way another person say that. Because, again, the Spirit of the Lord would have to bring to your remembrance. When you close the door... And turn the clicker, you know, and you click the lock. You should be like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah, it says come to you back, back quickly. That's being in tune to God. But when there's no connection to God at all, there are going to be certain things that are missed. The rain falls on the just as well as the unjust. But therefore, you, you know, you're not going to, you know, do everything wrong if you're not in the Lord, no. All bad will happen to you because you haven't given your life to the Lord. No, because God loves all his children. And we were talking about that this week. You know, if, if God smashed everybody, then what opportunity would you have to come to the Lord? Because you'd be so smashed that you couldn't even get yourself up. There's got to be some level of mercy and grace that helps to restore you even when you make errors. Because we as Christian people, we're not ever free. A lot of us are still suffering in areas that we really got to work on. So we're not perfect. But let's make sure we do what we need to do on the right level. All right? All right. You've been listening to YouTube. The Pastor Steph. Join us Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. to nine a.m. where we discuss matters of the heart, mind, and spirit as you go through your day. Be sure to set your mind on things that are above, not on things that are on the earth. They will only serve as a distraction. Remember, prayer changes things. It's Pastor Steph signing off and I want to thank my deep time crew for coming through big time. Thank you for hanging out with us today. Please do not miss this opportunity to give your life to Christ right now. Please do not miss the opportunity to strengthen your relationship with the Lord right now. Because Linda did not promise to any of us until tomorrow. God says, "Where is Wow
0: Wednesday?"
2: Until then, I love
0: you.